you know, we see an absolute contrasting image of St. Peter in our first reading today. Uh, on Holy Thursday, we see Peter promise that he would follow the Lord anywhere, even to the death. And a matter of hours later, he has denied Christ three times. And he denied Christ three times when he was confronted not by a Roman legion or temple guards, not when his life was threatened or uh, under torture. No, it was the simple questions of a maid which caused Peter to deny our Lord. Now, Peter, of course, to his credit, he repented of his sin and went on to become a great saint who ultimately shed his blood and witnessed to the truth of Jesus Christ three decades later. Now, if you hear that, you might think, oh, okay, he must have changed a lot in 30 years. And while I'm sure there is a sense in which that was true, Peter's transformation from cowardly denying our Lord to courageously, uh, courageously proclaiming the resurrection of Christ, it, it really was pretty quick. Our first reading takes place a matter of months after the resurrection of Christ. And we see Peter and John are preaching the truth of Christ's resurrection in the temple in Jerusalem. And uh, there is, if you've been following our, our readings, uh, our first reading kind of follows um, sequentially. So uh, in yesterday's reading, they, they encountered a, a beggar who was crippled and in the name of Jesus, uh, he was healed. And so Peter and John are arrested by the temple guards and they are taken to be questioned by the religious elites of Jewish society, the most powerful and prestigious body of leaders and scribes. Caiaphas is there, the high priest who conspired, led the conspiracy um, to kill Christ. These men, these men now question Peter and they say, by what power or by what name have you done this? Now, if Peter denied Christ three times at the questioning of a simple maid, what on earth will he do when he's questioned by the like of these powerful men, influential men? I mean, like I said, Caiaphas spearheaded the conspiracy to kill Christ. Uh, he could certainly do likewise to Peter. Yet filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter audaciously and boldly preaches to these men that the healed beggar was healed in the name of Jesus Christ, whom they had crucified, Peter said, whom God raised from the dead. And Peter goes on to say, Jesus is the stone rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under the heaven given to the human race by which we are to be saved. You know, I've always thought that the transformation of the apostles, most notably Peter, is one of the clearest pieces of evidence for the, for the truth of the resurrection. Peter is a fisherman from a backwater part of Galilee. And here he is eloquently, courageously uh, preaching the truth of Jesus Christ to a very hostile body. What has changed? Well, what's changed is this. Peter has encountered the risen Christ. He received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And he's a changed man. And you know what? We too, we too will be changed if we encounter Jesus Christ, receive the Holy Spirit. And in fact, for many of us, this, this has already happened. I mean, typically this encounter happens in the sacraments. The sacraments are the means Christ instituted to communicate his grace, right? At baptism, we 
don't just have an encounter with the risen Christ, we're incorporated into his mystical body. We are united with the risen Christ as a head is to its body. And we receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. In fact, the whole Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, dwells within us. And this union is strengthened in confirmation and it's nourished in the Eucharist. And it's in prayer, it's in daily prayer that we are disposed uh, to we are disposed to grow closer, that this communion with us and God is meant to grow more and more. Now, many of us are prevented from receiving the sacraments at this time, uh, especially the Eucharist, and I know that is a great suffering for many. But Christ has not abandoned us. And if we're tempted to fear, uh, as I'm sure Peter, even in this moment, before Caiaphas and his and, and the other Uh, religious elites of the day, I'm sure Peter on a human level was afraid. Yet he overcame that fear because he trusted in Christ, because through Christ he can do all things. If we find ourselves fearful in this day of the pandemic, these days where we're cut off from the sacramental life, from the Eucharist, the very source and summit of the Christian life, we need only turn to Christ in prayer. He has not abandoned us. He will strengthen us. If we ask him, he will cast out the fear from our hearts. More than any other phrase, Jesus said some version of do not be afraid. Uh, In the Gospels, that's the most frequent line uttered by Christ. So let's trust in him. Let's take him at his word. And when we find ourselves plagued by fears, let us turn to the risen Christ in prayer and ask him to cast the fear from our heart.